the federal government has come out and said, if your kid thinks they might be a different gender, start giving them drugs now. And there's no way that anything could ever go wrong with that. And Disney executives, now they don't think that your kid is gay, but just in case your kid is gay, they're going to make a bunch of gay cartoons for your kid. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. So there's a couple interesting things going on in the culture war over gay stuff and especially transgender stuff right now. There was a Disney Zoom call meeting of higher-ups at Disney where they said that they wanted to put as much gay stuff into their children's programming as possible. And then the uh, Department of Health and Human Services, they came out with a like a memo or a directive saying how um, kids who want to transition into the other gender should be treated. You know, basically the way they should be treated is do not ask them any questions. If they, you know, if a boy says he's a girl, then he's a girl and, you know, get them on hormone replacement therapy or puberty blockers or whatever, etc. as soon as possible and possibly start cutting off body parts. And this stuff is getting a little crazy because, you know, I, I'm a 2010 liberal. Whatever a 2010 Barack Obama voter believed in, that's what I believed in then. And it's actually what I believe in now. It's just, you know, progressives on the left have just gone kind of insane since then. And I, and I didn't go crazy. But it's like, should gay people be treated equally? Of course. Should they be allowed to marry? Absolutely. Should they be able to adopt? Fine with me. So, you know, that's how it was. And I'm like, okay, sweet. I agree with all that. Now, what's the next thing I agree with? And they're like, okay, the next thing we want you to agree with is we got some harebrained schemes where we're going to start giving drugs to kids. And we're going to do it all based on no evidence and no studies. And then we'll see, you know, 20 years later, we'll see if those kids are okay or not. And that's where I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm anti-woke and you're woke. So being transgender is, was a real thing, and I think it does happen to kids occasionally, but what we got going on now is basically a fad. It's like social media has come in, and it's made kids who are not transgender think that they're trans. Now calling it a fad means that, you know, that's something that comes on strong and then goes away quickly, so I I don't know, I don't know if this stuff's going away or not, but it's like a fad, at least it's coming on strong thing and based on just uh you know wanting to look cool the thing is it's not too long ago if you were you know if you were uh, i mean i don't know go to the 60s or something if you were if you said you were gay i mean that was brave like that was it took a lot of bravery to come out of the closet remember when people used to stay in the closet you don't hear about the closet at all anymore because that one's like Whatever. People are going into the closet and then coming out. They're like, you know, straight people are like, I'm going to jump into the closet like Superman and come out non-binary. But, you know, in the 60s, you were brave if you were like a out gay person. And in the 80s, it wasn't that crazy. 90s, not really crazy at all. But people remember how it made you brave. So now it's like, if you want to appear stunning and brave, well, then one way to do that is to be LGBTQIA2+. I think there's two A's in there, but you get the idea. And so it's cool, you know, it's like getting a mohawk or whatever, whatever was the cool thing, wearing Vans, remember those slip-on shoes? Well, now you slip on, you know, the identifying as non-binary or possibly as a different gender. And so like the the Health and Human Services, the HHS department's uh, recommendations on this stuff, they say some stuff that's not true. 
And basically the thing that you'll hear people say that is a, that ain't true at all is that there are no study there's no examples of anyone ever regretting transitioning. There's no there's no studies that show that you know this transitioning stuff is a little iffy. Because where we are right now is that, you know, sociologists and medical, woke people. Woke people are in charge of the studies. And so they manipulate the studies to make it look better than it is. And, you know, you know, if you, you, know, if, if you can't be gay yourself, how do you be stunning and brave? Well, you, you be an ally. You know, you're like, you know, if you're a medical doctor running some study or, or, or maybe a medical doctor transitioning kids, you feel like you are stunning and brave. If you're helping these kids transition, you know, you're like, oh, these Trump supporters who are trying to stop them, and I'm, and I'm, I've leapt into the breach, and I'm being amazing. And you can listen to the Blocked and Reported podcast. I mean, you have to listen to about five different podcasts or whatever, but they go over the science on this, all this stuff. And the answer is, at the very best, we don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Anyone who says they know is a liar, because no one knows exactly how good it is to do this stuff. And then there's a number of studies that are, you know, slowly making it out of the woke culture that studies come from. They're going like, you know what, this stuff ain't looking so good. And so HHS, you know, whatever, some, some person high up in HHS is like, I'm going to push out the agenda, the trans agenda. Right? This isn't really from trans people. This is from like white women Karens on Twitter or something who want to be allies and amazing and a little bit from trans adults because like if you're a trans woman, you know, born a man, um the only way to really look like a woman is to not go through male puberty. And so, you know, I think I I'm sure they're meaning well, but I I imagine they're like they're imagining back when they were kids and like, "Oh my god, if only I had had puberty blockers or cross-hormone therapy and possibly feminization facial plastic surgery." I would look exactly like a woman. I'd be able to pass entirely. Plus, I'd have a penis and some balls. It would be the best of all worlds. So they want supposed trans kids to get the option to do all that stuff, but they don't realize that, you know, this is this is just the science. The long story short is that a lot of the supposed trans people are just gay people. So, you know, it's a lesbian or a gay boy and whatever. They should just be allowed to be a lesbian or a gay boy. They can grow up, live that lifestyle for the rest of their lives. Everything would be wonderful. They don't necessarily need, and probably don't need, a bunch of drugs and surgery. It's like lesbians, I think lesbians in particular currently are being erased. Like, you know, if you want to have, if you're a girl, whatever, if you have a vagina and you want to have sex with other people who have vaginas, then... Boom. Let's get you on some surgery. Let's get a bunch of testosterone in there. It's a... You know, it's a fun drug. Testosterone is like, I don't know, it's like taking an upper or something. It's an amazing drug that makes your life super fun. Fun for men, too. But so I guess that's kind of what I want to say on that. Let's get some stats going here. But yeah, so the Department of Health and Human Services is putting their thumb on the scale, not mentioning studies that contradict uh, the narrative, and saying that kids should transition. So we'll keep an eye on that. I should say, like, Texas is trying to outlaw it. I mean, that's, you know, that's what's going to be happening. Blue versus red, they're going to be promoting transitioning and then outlawing transitioning. And, and we're going we're gonna to deal with that for the next few years, I'm sure. And so how do we know that a bunch of this LGBTQIA++A uh, 
stuff is a bunch of horseshit. Well, they've been doing surveys on how many gay people there are based on generations. And I forget the numbers, but like, you know, people who are now in their 80s, um, 1% of them are LGBT. And like people in their 60s and 70s, it's something like 2%. Then it's like 4% in your 40s and 5% in your 30s. Or maybe 10% in your 30s, early 30s. Anyways, long story short, it's over 20% now for young adults. Like 18 to 24, I think. You know, so maybe some of the people who are 80s year old, they just like stayed in the closet and hit it. So 1% is low. But, I mean, I think, you know, I think the real number used to be people figured about 2% of people are gay. And now, you know, I guess college age kids, 20% of them are saying they're gay of some sort. And the thing about that is that boys, like boys are born gay. Boys are born gay or straight. But women can actually choose. And I'm, this, this part is my opinion now, but I'm pretty sh- dang sure I'm right. But so, gay boys, they're just gay. There you go. They're born with it. Whatever. You can have your opinion on that however you like. But women, for various evolutionary reasons, um, can choose. They can pick and choose. And so, that's where a lot of the fad stuff comes in. Because if it's cool to say that you're non-binary and everyone's going to call you stunning and brave... Then you're like, hell, I'll be non-binary. And so when 20% of like college-age kids are some sort of LGBT, I don't think the boy part has changed very much. So what that means is probably 40%, right? If, if it's still 1% of boys, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but if it's still 1% of boys, then that means it's 40% of girls. You have to have 40% of girls and 1% of boys to come out with an average of 20. So yeah, so girls are, they can pick and choose. Okay, I should mention why they can pick and choose. So evolution, right, for men, evolution, and this ain't for gay people necessarily, but anyways, evolution says for men, you need to um, have as many kids as possible, and it doesn't matter if it's multiple women. Like, you know, just the more, you know, spread your seed widely, you can imagine. So that's what evolution has been selecting for amongst men. You know, strong, virile, powerful, aggressive, high-testosterone men who can spread their seed as widely as possible. And basically, that guy can go off to war and get killed. Like, you know, if you get 10 women pregnant and then go off to war and get killed, I mean, whatever, you are a humongous success as far as evolution is concerned. Now, for women, it's different. It's a real pain in the ass to raise a kid. It's a lot of work. I don't know if you ever heard, like, you know, being a mom is the hardest job. I mean, it's not really the hardest job, but it is hard. And so what that means is that you need two people to raise kids. You need the mom there taking care of the kids, and then you need an extra adult who can either, you know, like in modern times, like go out and get a job, or in the old times, you know, plant the crops or hunt the deer or whatever. But you needed, an, you needed another person. And so that's why evolution says to, you know, basically, evolution doesn't say to men, hey, go be, go have as much sex with as many other gay men as possible. That's going to be awesome, because that doesn't lead to no kids. But what it says to women is, like, if you can't get a man, a man to be your partner and, you know, be the breadwinner or, you know, be the person who's planting the crops while you're taking care of the kids, then just grab another woman. It doesn't matter. You just need, you need someone to plant the crops. It doesn't matter, man or woman. And especially back in the old days, you know, like, nowadays, you're like, I'm a lesbian, and I will never have sex with a man. 
But in the old days, you probably didn't get a lot of options. So it would just be, you know, I mean, throughout history, over the last 100,000 years or something, you're like, I like women, but uh, you know what? I just got raped and now I'm pregnant. Now I can get a woman. There's still a kid and I can get by with a woman planting the crops. And so that's why gay stuff is just shooting through the frickin' roof with these young kids because social media has made being gay super cool. And evolution has always been like, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, scissoring, muff diving, wonderful. Okay, now, so Disney executives are, I don't know, are they trying to make your kids gay? They're not trying to make your kids gay. They think your kids are gay and they're trying to give your gay kids something to watch. I mean, it's the same old woke story as I was just describing. But so there was a released Zoom call, conference call, with a bunch of high ups. I mean, not the absolute top, but pretty darn high up um, Disney executives where they were talking about, I guess, you know, LGBTQ2IA++ IZY uh, representation in Disney, you know, TV shows and movies. And you can kind of look up the people that I think the, the people will say their name and you can go look up what position they have at Disney and see that they're high up. But the, the thing that made me go like, wow, these people are incredibly powerful, rich, you know, in charge people was this Zoom call had a deaf um, sign language translator. So, you know, so you got the Zoom call with people, whatever. They got a frickin sign language translator. So, you know, I never had one of those. And I bet you haven't either. If you never had one of those, then you are lower on the totem pole than these people. And I don't know, I could throw in clips. I don't feel like throwing in clips. Maybe I'll provide a link to this stuff if you care to watch it. I'm just going to summarize it. So one of the people on there, it's probably like eight people, but the ones I remember, like one of them was like a, a black lesbian lady, probably in her 50s. And she's in charge of some sort of like, I don't know, children's programming on TV, I believe. And she's like... Yeah, I've been putting in as much gay stuff into everything that I oversee as possible. And she's like, I thought that there would be pushback. I thought the people above me, you know, one guy, however many people are above her. Anyway, she's like, I thought the people above me would uh, not let me do it. But in fact, they supported me. Every time I wanted to put more gay stuff into the children's programming, they're like, I had, they, you know, they gave me their total support. And I think maybe she mentioned how... Uh, the new Buzz Lightyear movie, you know, the Toy Story character, he gets his own movie coming up, and uh, there's a lesbian kiss in it that it got removed, and then, you know, whatever. It got put back. It's related to the Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida, but I don't want to talk about that today. And so then another person on the call was some, you know, older white lady, probably about 60, 50, yeah, maybe 50, and... Uh, I don't know what she was in charge of. She was a high up executive. And she's like, I have two kids. One of them is transgender and the other one is pansexual. And so I don't know what this lady is doing to uh, get her kid. I mean, pansexual, I'm not even sure what that is. All sexual, I don't know. I mean, pan means all. But anyways, this is a high up Disney lady and she can't raise kids without having them be some sort of unusual gay thing. So that was just, that's a clip. You'll see that clip if you, if you care to. Uh, but it just makes me think like, you know, every morning she like wakes up her, I don't know, her eight-year-old daughter, son, whatever. She wakes up her eight-year-old and she's like, 
hey, do you think you might be pansexual? And the kid's like, I don't know what pan is, and I don't know what sexual is. And mom's like, well, maybe you're transgender. And the kid's like, I'm not sure what trans is, and I'm not sure what gender is. And mom's like, well, I'll just ask you again tomorrow. Maybe you should talk to your friends about it. And then the mom just comes into the office one day, just hooting and hollering. She's like, it's amazing. I have a transgender kid and a pansexual kid. I had nothing to do with it. It's amazing. I plopped them down in front of Disney Plus long enough, and they just came back that way. And then the third one was this kind of fat white man, I think in his 40s. Um, and what he said was kind of interesting. So he's talking about how Disney is putting, like, a lot of, you know, gay characters, but they're not the main characters, you know. So maybe maybe you have a gay best friend or something. You can imagine this for all diversity stuff. But anyways, maybe you have a gay best friend. And he's like, well, you know, if it's a cartoon, you know, it's not, it's not a real person, so it's drawn or computer animated, uh, you can't really tell if someone's transgender. So, you know, if the best friend is a transgender character... You know, a trans woman who looks exactly like a woman. Now, if you don't talk about being transgender, then it's the same thing as just having a woman. It doesn't really get you anywhere. And maybe you could just mention it in passing one time. Oh, your best friend who looks like a woman is transgender, but that's still not really getting you very far. And so what? here's the interesting part. His point was that basically being transgender is a little bit complicated especially in cartoons where you can't just tell by looking at them you know they don't have a beard they're not going to put beards on them just yet i don't think so because just looking at someone doesn't tell you exactly what's going on it requires more information for the viewer you know the kid and so what that means is that having them as the the sidekick you know the gay sidekick the gay best friend or whatever like that's not really going to do it you got to make them the main character because side characters just don't have their own stories the stories don't go on long enough to explore all the ins and outs of in this case transgenderism only the main character gets their story told in full and so anyways his point was that we got to have transgender main characters so you can really learn the ins and outs of all that and i'm not saying i think they should be putting transgender main characters into disney cartoon movies or whatever but i think he's right that's interesting like if you if you really want to if you really want to do a transgender person in a movie you're probably gonna have to make them a main character because that's pretty damn complicated and kids are kind of stupid so you know Uh, there's a couple uh things i wanted to mention but i forgot to so this is related to uh the federal government saying that transitioning is wonderful So I think in 2020, the United Kingdom, they outlawed transitioning for kids, I forget what, under 16, I think. And then in late 2021, that ruling was overruled, and so now kids can transition. But basically, in the UK, they're like, you know, they're looking at the studies, and they're not certain. So, you know, know, if, if, if you don't get anything else out from what I've been saying, is that none of this stuff is proven you know we're doing some kind of experimental stuff going on here with kids right now and then i forget what year but the netherlands uh they outlawed it for kids Eh, hell i'm looking at the article that covers that so i'm not sure exactly what happened but if you just go look up uh you know transgender kids netherlands transgender kids dutch um that country which i think is a very progressive country they're also starting to have some 
second thoughts about stuff. So, so maybe I'll just throw some links in the description, but stuff to keep in mind. And so another thing that's related to this stat-wise is young people are having a lot less sex, especially young men. I think the stats were for uh, 18 to 24-year-olds, I think from about 2000 to about today, 2022. So in the last 20 years, I think, you know, people the percentage of uh, young people who have not had sex a single time in the last year, well, for women, it went from about 15% to about 20%. And for young men, 18 to 24, it went from like 20% to a little over 30%. So let's try and say that again. So in the year 2000, 15% of women and 20% of men had not had sex in the last year, ages 18 to 24. And now 20% of women and over 30% of men have not had sex in the last year. So people aren't having sex, and the number is going up a little bit for women and then quite a bit for men. And so I don't think, you know, no one knows the exact reasons for this stuff, but um, I don't know. Here, here's a good word for you, hypergamy, H-Y-P-E-R-G-A-M-Y. And hypergamy means, means that you like to have sex with people of a higher status. And so I think there's a few things going on why young men ain't getting laid. Like I've talked about like Tinder, like on Tinder, if you're a super handsome man, then you just go and have sex with all the women on Tinder. And if you're an ugly man, you go and have sex with zero women on Tinder. And if you're a woman on Tinder, you go have sex with the handsome man because, you know, you can choose. The handsome man will come to your house anytime you call. And then the second thing off is, you know, you're young, you're feeling... Like some experimenting is is in order. And so, you know, young women can uh, have sex with other young women. And it also can be that young women are having sex with older men. So I think those are the three things. You know, why are women getting, young women getting laid so much more than young men? And the answer is because young women, you know, one handsome man can service a lot of women. Young women also like to date older men. And finally, young women can just, Go have sex with other young women. Problem solved. And what the uh, end result of this will be for a society. We're going to have a bunch of terrorists because they couldn't get laid. I don't know. I think that's overblown. But it'll probably be something about uh, the destruction of the nuclear family. Uh, people aren't getting married. More single mothers. I don't know. Twitter handle, at AntiWokePodcast. And if I can get 100 people listening to each episode... I will transition into whatever, I'll do a poll, you can decide what I will transition into, so please tell a friend about this podcast, I'm at 40 now, we just need 60 more people, and you can decide. Okay, thanks for listening.